It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm feeling real grown manish right now. This is your guy, Bowtie Fresh. And, of course, you know who else is in the building. What's happening, everybody? It's Mike J. The Dime. What's going on with you? Right, man, what's good, man? How you doing this afternoon, evening, brother? Oh, man, a little later than later than uh, usual, man, but uh, still, but still kicking it, man. But I got a question to ask you, brother. Before we get into it, did you see that picture of Jay Feely? Oh, the the prom picture with his daughter and and uh, uh, her date or whatnot with the gun. Yeah, yeah I man, saw that. That's like some real sucker stuff, man. So I know you got you got two sons, you know, and you know we both been dating women all our lives. Can you imagine, dog, mm-hmm. if your son takes take a young lady out to the prom and you get you see the picture and he got the hammer on him? Yeah, I don't know. You know, especially considering the the, the climate and, and and the things of uh, things like that 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 we live in right now, I'd probably as a, as a father, um, if that was my son, I, I'd I'd be a bit irritated. You know, I understand where you know what the picture was supposed to symbolize, and you know how fathers are always you know tough on the on the boy to taking their their daughter out, so forth and so on, but. Just, just, just in the scheme of things and the climate of things, and probably a little bit more sensitive to because my sons are black. Um, I, I'd, I'd probably have a little bit of irritation. I'd have to have to sit down with the gentleman. You know, I don't, I don't think that I would fly off the handle and just go and you know start dropping MFs and F bombs and all that type of stuff. But I try to have a conversation like, you know, bro, I think you, I think you might have went a little bit too far with this. That's just my opinion. Yeah. What about you, man? You know, you got, you got a, you got a daughter, so. Yeah, I, I, I'd be pissed. And number one, I wouldn't never pull the hammer out, especially with taking a picture with a child. That's what he is, is a child. If you and Absolutely. I feel like I have that that many concerns, then it, with her, with her going with him or anybody else, then maybe she, maybe that you know she needs to go with some of her friends, or maybe you know I don't, I just I don't think that's right. You don't play with a gun with anybody's children, and, and the fact of black, right. white, whomever. That's something. If you feel like you have that much of an issue, you come to me and talk to me, you know, like a man. Don't don't ever put you know put a gun around my kids. So, I right. just I don't like that. I feel like it's uh, I don't know, man. This made me feel a certain way. I think it was a certain bit of privilege that goes along with that picture. I mean, I'm not saying oh, trying to make everything a race thing because we'll get into extra new segment later. But I definitely think that if that had been a black man. And you know, with, with the with you know a black former athlete with the hammer, it'd be a totally different conversation. So I, oh, yeah, you know, I, I just, I just, it's kind of just irritating that some somebody gets basically you know everybody just laughing and giggling and everything, but you got a hammer with a child, not another grown right. man, but a child. Yeah, I, I think that's that's the the big thing right there. This individual, this young man, is a kid. He's a child. He's a, he's an adolescent and. There are a lot of there are some things that you just don't play around with when, when it when it comes to kids. So I absolutely agree. Yeah, man. So I seen that. I was just disappointed. Oh, okay. My bad. I seen Kelly Oubre try to boom on somebody. But yeah, man. Let's jump into this, man. I know you was a big Night Corp fan. So then talk about your talk about your man Harry Anderson. 
Oh yeah, man, definitely a, a, a you know a rest in peace to 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 Harry Anderson, aka Judge Harry Stone from Night Court. You know, I was a big Night Court uh, kid fan. You know, I used to watch it growing up. You know, I lo- Harry was one of my favorite characters. Bull was by far my favorite character. Bull was a dude, and and uh, Ross. You know, they 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 made the show, man. It was a, it was a great show. You know, I, I think it had a really good run, um, and I and I watch it. You know, right now, I watch it to this day. You know, uh, John Larroquette's uh, uh, character. Oh, Dan, you know, oh, that Dan was in the was show. My one. Dan. Dan. Yeah, hey, it was Dan Fielding. Yeah, all Dan Wills was trying to lay something down. Well, down to the hit with all this winning cases stuff. I'm trying to knock that with the name Christine. Christine, yeah, 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 man. yeah man. man. So it was a great, a good show, but definitely, you know, rest in peace to Harry, and you know, definitely uh, prayers for his family as they go through this difficult time for sure, man. It's a, it's a classic show, in my opinion, for me. Hey man, so uh, what's going on, Hurt man? Mini, well, Vern Shore, aka Mini Me, Hurt he passed. Yeah. Hurt, they might might have committed suicide, so. I say I I have not I have not been able to see it. And this is the first the first I've heard of it, you know, as to a cause of death or whatnot. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, prayers to his family, especially if that is the case. If he decided to take his own life, that's unfortunate, you know. Uh, but you know, yeah, I definitely was a big fan of, of Vern Troyer and uh, all his various roles. Of course, you got the classic Mini Me, but uh, you know, I think he was a good actor and you know, a tragic tragic loss, man. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that, so that's that's crazy, man. So, uh, yo, I guess R.I.P. to, you know, former first lady and mother of uh, the president, Barbara Bush, they had her yeah. funeral yesterday. So she, I thought she was going to be late. Honestly, I thought she was going to be late in the rotunda in D.C., but maybe that's not what she wanted. Or maybe they don't do that with first ladies. I don't remember what they did with Nancy Reagan. I think that's the only. Yeah, I'm not. I think that's the only first lady I can remember dying in our life. Maybe, yeah, it could be Nancy Reagan. I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think Nancy Reagan might have been there. I think so. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. But yeah, definitely, definitely, uh, you know, rest in peace to, to uh, you know, former first family, the Bush family, you know, um, uh, Herbert and NW, you know, GH and GW, you know, the, the entire family, you know. So it's a, it's a tragic loss, man. But you know, you never. You know, despite your political views or you know anything like that, you know, a loss of life is a loss of life, and you know those individuals um, deserve our you know deserve our prayers and deserve that that you know moment to to, to grieve and you know hopefully the media and all that type of stuff aren't like all over them. Just let those folks have their to have their moment to to mourn their loss, man. Yeah, man. So it's definitely crazy, man. Shout out to Jed for being no, the that. first presidential candidate to flash the hammer on social media. <laughs> Jam. Look, it must be a trend, man. Everybody's trying to flash the hammer, man. <laughs> yeah, hammer time. You know what I'm saying? Not, nothing wrong with, you know, I know we got a lot of gun folks. Nothing wrong with having a hammer, but, you know, flash no, not at all. A, not a, at all. It's a, 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 a whole other thing. And, okay, is that Ty Lawson in the stands for the for the Wizards of Toronto game? I believe it is. <laughs> yeah, it looks or like is he on the Wizards? I don't know if he's on the team. It looked like, it looked, it looked like, he, was, it looked like he was spectating to me. Yeah, but anyway, as we digress, man. So, hey, should we tell them about extra mayo? Yeah, man. Go ahead, go ahead and dive into that, man. Break them out with the new segment. All right. So we got a new segment. So you know we've had sit on the tours. We still have those. Get that down trim. Now this week, this extra mayo. And for uh, you know some of our listeners, you know who love the extra mayo, we're gonna talk about a little bit of white privilege. So uh, we're gonna jump right into man. Um, 
let's let's jump in. Let's jump into the L.A. Fitness. I don't want to. I don't want to give the. I want to really discuss the Waffle House thing. Let's talk about the L.A. Fitness stuff first, man. So uh, tell me about yeah, L.A. Man. Fitness. Yeah, so um, in the in the wake of you know all of the, the I say the wake of the Starbucks issue, which Mike J and I are going to talk about coming up also, but um, LA Fitness um, has fired several employees throughout their uh, LA Fitness um, facilities for racially profiling. And specifically, there were two, um, I believe it was in Los Angeles County, uh, racially profiling two black uh, males who were actual membership holders. Uh, there was a, there was a report that there was a gentleman who was racially profiled who was an eight year member. Um, then there was the two gentlemen. There's two other gentlemen that were in question that they were on the uh, the four day or five day uh, free trial um, period, and you know they were being racially profiled as well in in LA Fitness. And LA Fitness swooped in with the quickness, and you know they fired those individuals that were that were doing that, and apparently it was in multiple locations uh, in, in the LA area. So. You know, uh, again, we, we're still dealing with with this with this BS about racially profiling uh, people. You know, minor people that are are black or brown or whatnot. Um, and we, it, you know, it's got to stop. But I do commend LA Fitness for swooping in and, and you know taking those measures and saying, look, there's you know there's no place for that here. You know, they got rid of those individuals, got them out the paint. Um, and, you know, and starting to move forward and trying to correct those things. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, good, good, good look for LA Fitness for taking care of business. Uh, but uh, yeah, piss on, piss on those individuals that were the ones doing the profiling. Um, and in and, and, and this segment, uh, there were some, uh, there were some very male-esque individuals. But unfortunately, and again, profiling can go in either way. One of the individuals uh, happened to be a Hispanic individual that was doing the profiling. So uh, again, you know, it, it doesn't come boil down to black and white. This is a social issue, and, and it affects everybody. You can be on both sides of that, man. Yeah, man. So extra male, this doesn't leave ourselves to our white brethren and white sisters. Uh, but uh, you know, but it's been, you know, they are have been known to to dabble in this more than others so that's why we shout out to yeah. Mr. Mayo man so uh absolutely what else there was a midwestern university mm-hmm. I don't want to name it because uh brother like me works in higher ed and you never know what, <laughs> what opportunity could come up but you know they were uh they were they said they had racial slurs and everything on on campus and the students demanded action from the administration to stop the hate and find those individuals so another mm-hmm. type of thing. I remember when I was in college at my university, had some similar things. We had to protest to be able to get equal rights because, you know, my tuition dollars pay the same as everyone else's. So, you know, it's 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 frustrating. We could talk about that. We could talk about the uh, high school in Michigan where they had the Confederate flags and uh, the, the young kids. Oh, yeah. it's, not about, it's not about us being uh, racist or anything. We're this country was it country boys that take white white country flags. boys that's yeah that's what they use that's what the that's the verbiage country boys yeah <laughs> but when i, I but you know it definitely home. like like Go ahead, I, was, I was going to say uh, i definitely definitely respect to the the students at this uni- at this particular university and and students across the nation for standing up for different things whether it's social injustice or gun violence you know mike j and i have, have stated that we support that movement, you know, and it's unfortunate that students, kids have to do this, but I definitely support them in trying to make the changes that are necessary and forcing people to have these difficult conversations. And like you said, it, being, a, being a cause for change, man, so shout out to all of those individuals that's participating in that type of stuff. Yeah, man, so we'll get that. So let's get to this Starbucks thing. 
So you know, I know you. I know you read. I know everyone's real. Well, not maybe everyone. Maybe you guys don't know this. I think it was like May. Is it May twenty ninth or May twenty seventh? Twenty ninth. Shut down. Yeah. Or 20, shut down like eight thousand stores and have like some bias uh-huh. training. So what do yes. you think about that? Um, I, I definitely think it's a step in the right direction. I, I will be the first to admit. Um, I was extremely pissed off uh, about this. I'm sure you guys felt that on the last episode. Um, everybody who um, has interacted with me both on social media and personally know knew how strongly I felt about it. Um, I will say that I, I personally have taken a couple steps back um, because I appreciate the fact that Starbucks, yes, they came out and said, you know, our bad, this isn't what we do, so forth and so on. But now they're actually showing some action. They're taking the steps that are needed to try to make this situation, make this particular situation right, but they're taking some steps. So closing the 8,000 stores to re-educate uh, individuals on, um, you know, uh, different types of uh, trainings and stuff like that for for uh for uh i guess i don't want to say solidarity but for just so that there aren't any isn't any more profiling and things like that i know that the ceo met with the two black individuals and had to sit down and talk with them and uh, not only apologize but i know that you know he was trying to you know really get glean information from them on how his organization can make this better and you know so it doesn't happen again and um I, I, I think that I think that that is I, it, to me a step in the right direction. I think that they are trying to walk the walk to back up their claims. Um, I think that it was good for their CEO. You know that he's the face, he's the leader of that organization, and he's being so you know hands on with it. I think that's a good step. So, um, I, like I said, I take a couple steps back, and I'll go ahead and commend them. Um, but now it's just to, I just want to be able to see continuous change and continuous action from them and and, and everyone else also. Yeah, man, I have uh, I'm that kind of I don't have I used to have a big Starbucks, had my car and everything. I've used my money before all this stuff went down to Starbucks, so uh, I'm gonna have to leave Starbucks alone for a while because I, I number one I just don't need to be buying six dollar lattes, but number two is kind of like you know you're, you're doing these, you're doing these you're doing this now, but what's gonna happen when you you know you change when something else happens and occurs? So you know we we will uh, see what's going on with that. But uh, absolutely, yeah, man. But I'm interested to see what's what's going on with Starbucks. But uh, let's go ahead and update the you know the brother we talked last week. Young man, was he 16, 15, 16? 16. He was, yeah. uh, you know, knocking on the door for yeah. uh, you know directions. He got I think he missed the bus. You know, his dad's a serviceman. His mother was at work, and he was shot mm-hmm. at by uh, a shot at by a white gentleman. So now I guess you know the guy said he's been charged multiple felonies. So that's a good thing because he could that, yeah. that young man could have been easily a hashtag. Absolutely, easily a hashtag. absolutely. Yeah. So like like you said, jo- jokes on you. Uh, I, I forgot what they said his name was, and I really don't give a damn. He's an idiot in my in my opinion. But you know you, you've been charged with multiple felonies. Um, he's going to he he will probably spend a little bit of time in jail, but he'll, nine times out of ten he'll a lot of different fines and stuff like that come his way so you know for you trying to be an asshole and take a black life you know this is kind of spun around on you so uh your face is all over the news so i'm, I'm sure it's going to be things will be a, a lot tougher for you uh in these streets going forward you know not condoning violence i don't want anybody trying to go and attack this man but you know if something does happen to him he probably had it coming to him 
Yeah, and then also I was reading an article. I can't remember if it was on the root of Very Smart Brothers or somewhere, and it was just they were talking about how the police. It was back in May. Talking about don't be. Mm-hmm. They please get tired of, of basically white people. Or, you know, this is no offense. This is just what they said about calling. You know, calling nine one one for being scared of black people, or just like mm-hmm. the most. Yeah. This crazy thing. So this is what happened to me the other day. Yeah, I think you so, you, you, sh- know, you shared that article. So a brother like me works in you know higher education. I am the. I guess the quote-unquote HNIC at this particular place. So we're doing a lockdown drill. So, you know, cat like me, I'm like Joe Clark, you know, lockdown drill, because, you know, we want to make sure ourselves <laughs> are protected in the case of some, uh, you know, of somebody comes in and tries to do something. So I email some, I email a person, tell them face-to-face. Well, they don't send a, they send a half message to their significant other, and the police are called. Now think about it, if the police would have came in there and said we had an active shooter in the building. I'm the only person of color. Y'all could have been, y'all could have been talking about the grown man. This hashtag, you know, R.I.P. Mike J. It's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, man. You have to. There has to be a level of why are you so scared? Why are you dealing with why? Why do you have this fear of people of color? So it's kind of one right. really this. You know, we can get into that at another time. But you got to be cool with doing calling the police all the time. Even with the Starbucks incident, it's the first thing is to call the police for the things that that don't matter to anybody. Not yeah, really and with the with the Starbucks with the Starbucks incident, the the the, re, the reports that are coming out, the, the the two gentlemen were there for exactly two minutes. Yeah. Exactly two minutes is, is how long they were there. So within within two minutes, you viewed them as a threat, you feared, and and they were trespassing and so forth and so on, and and they were literally there for two minutes and sat down. Like, come on, man, come on. And Unfortunately, that's I've what our society's in, man. And like you know, we yeah. make business. I don't even I mean, like. I don't drink anything from there. I don't drink. I don't. I don't participate in any of their drinks or anything like that. And that was before this. I'm just not a coffee, frappa mocha drizzle person. Like I just don't drink their stuff. But I, Mike J and I have had several business meetings there. I've had business meetings there with other individuals, both minorities and not, where I didn't order anything, and you know I, I may or may not have used the restroom, but I've been there for an hour, a couple of hours on end, you know, talking and, and conducting business or whatnot. So I mean, it could have very easily been, you know, either one of us. I think for me, that's why I took it so uh, personally because again, like I, I've never gone into a Starbucks to patronize them at all. I don't, I don't buy or purchase anything from there, and that's just because I don't drink those type of drinks. I don't. I'm not paying seven dollars for a muffin. Like that's just not who I am. But I will go there and, and you know uh, handle handle some business or study or you know whatever. If I need if I need a moment just to collect my thoughts and you know what whatever I, I have done that before. So again, it could, I think that's why it struck such a struck such a core with me because I've done the same thing that these two gentlemen done. Yeah. So that's what it is. So basically, stop being scary. So. Um... Let's, I mean, and this isn't, and let's kind of transition because this isn't anything to do with extra mayo. About let's, you know, number one, RIP to those people in uh, the died in the Waffle House and uh, Nat- Absolutely, Nashville and Antioch. And also, you know, before Absolutely. we really get into it, uh, you know, props to that to that black man who stopped more people from being killed. Yeah, so, uh, uh, something Shaw. His last name was Shaw. Yeah, uh, I think it's James. Man, I think it was name. James Shaw. James Shaw. Fact, exactly. Yeah, I just pulled it up. He's a Tennessee State graduate, just like our homeboy, our group chat, Demetrius, and he's also an alpha. So they're both – so I'm like, so I need to make sure I, you know, want to shout that out. Shout them out, I'm man. Always, absolutely, absolutely. Happy to see people, brothers, you know, doing stuff like that. But, you know, we go back – I know we've talked about, you know, as far as gun control and everything. I think this, this guy had a, a AR-15 and he killed four uh-huh. people. 
I mean, what? Do you, I mean, I, I, you know, I know we've talked about this, and I know there's no one's trying to take your guns away, but I don't understand the purpose of having something like I, I don't like I, I don't understand. I have never to what normal people need to have it, and it's nothing against our servicemen or anything like that. But if your excuse is the government is going to come and I'm trying to stop the government. If the government wants to take something from you, your little AR-15 is not going to stop what they got to bring. So, right. And then they said this same gentleman has been, uh, not even a gentleman, this same, man, not even a man. This Bastard. Same, this, yeah, <laughs> particle of shit. Harry, you got arrested waste, by the White House waste in July. Of flesh. I read on CNN, he got arrested outside the White House in 2017. Yep. So how yeah, would that yes, we get the AR? I, yeah, I, I, rested I, I, outside. I don't understand it. So man, go ahead and give me yep. your opinions on that, man. Oh, I, I mean, I wholeheartedly agree, man. Uh, the, the, this individual should have definitely been. I'm, I don't know about a watch list or anything like that, but I mean, he, obviously, I, he number one, he was naked at the Waffle House. That's number one. So there, there's got there's something going on. Either either he was on on something, there was something going on mentally. I don't know. Um, number two. For the Secret Service to arrest you, um, you be and I, and I'm not sure. I don't I don't remember from the article directly. I don't remember if they said that he had a handgun on him at the time or not when the Secret Service arrested him. I'm not sure, and I, you know I'm not I'm not placing that out there. But I thought that there was something like that in that in one of those articles. But there definitely should have been some type of some type of watch, some type of heightened security with regards to individuals, especially individuals that that, that commit certain crimes. Um, as far as um, gun ownership, um, I, I'm kind of I, I'm I don't want to say I'm on the fence. Um, I believe the individuals you can you should be able to own whatever you want. If it's an AR-15, if it's a you know a Glock 40, a nine millimeter, whatever it is. I mean, if that's if that's what you want and you you go ahead and own it, I think that it, that. In my opinion, I don't. I'm not going to say this should be taken away, um, but individuals need to be assessed. You know, when when having licensures, I know that there's a, a a policy and process in place that you go through to get a license. Uh, I think that not just getting the license. I think that there needs to be continue. In my opinion, there should be some continuation, some follow up to attempt to try to manage individuals' um, um, stability. You know, with that gun ownership, has this individual created, you know, committed any crimes? And, you know, maybe that's infringing on privacy or whatnot. I don't know. But if you sign up, and, you know, or register to have a gun, maybe that's part of, you know, part of the registration process that there will be a continued, you know, effort to, you know, maintain it if you you have some type of criminal background or you know your your mental health or something like that i don't know i don't know if it's if that's infringing on people's privacy or not i just think that there's other ways around it besides just saying well no you can't have this or no you can't have that because it, to me that kind of goes along with individuals uh government and so forth saying you know well certain individuals can't be married two people of the same sex can't be married or oh this woman can't have an abortion or whatever sometimes i think that you know, it, it kind of goes against certain things, and you're not allowing people to to be free, truly free. Um, but I think it is a tricky situation on how to uh, how to manage it or how to control it, um, so to speak. And again, I, I hate using the word control, um, but I think you should be able to try to manage it in a little in a little bit better. Not necessarily the guns, but the people that that have them. Well, I, I mean, I know we disagree, and that's a good thing because my thing Absolutely. is like you don't you're not using an AR-15 to hunt. If it was something that you're using to hunt, then that's a totally different ball game. You aren't using those high caliber weapons to sit, to do anything of of functionality of human life. You, I mean, if you want to defend right. your family, okay. But what, I, I, there is other guns to do that because these 
you if I want to go kill a mass amount of people, I'm not going with a rifle. I'm not going with a Glock. Right. I am going with a uh, a semi-automatic or you know gun like that. Fully automatic. Uh, that's that's rifle, that, yeah. yeah. That's you're not. That's just something that you're not using just to you know for your daily life. But there and is I think something. I think that on the on the contrast of that, you know, too, and, and again. Uh, Excuse me, we 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 agree and disagree on a lot of things, but I think on the contrast to that, there's individuals who do own own assault rifles and say it's for my it's for my family's protection. The assault rifle never you know really it never leaves the house or anything like that. But I think that those individuals know when people break into my house, you know it, it could be one, it could be five, you know people to come into my house. Those individuals could have anything from a knife or they could have an AR. So I think that sometimes people think I've got to have you know, what these what these criminals have to be able to compete. So if someone breaks into my house with an AR and they're firing off 20 or 30 rounds, I need to be able to get 20 or 30 rounds back at them to deter them, you know. Or if it's five people and it's me and my two-year-old and my five-year-old and my wife, I've got to defend my entire family. So I need something that's going to be able to help me defend myself and my family against these five individuals. You know, my, my Glock is only going to have 17 rounds in it, and i got to reload. So... You know, I don't know, man. It's it's a tricky situation, bro. Yeah, so it's one of those things. I don't think we're ever people are ever gonna get their guns taken away because no, not I at think all, it's man. too it's too much it's too much money. You know, I, Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's it's too much money. This is not a this is a money issue. This is it goes past that in your rights thing. The NRA and all these gun companies they make so much money on these things. So it's not it's past the gun situation. It's a money thing. Oh yeah. But, you know, oh just, yeah. I completely you know, agree I with you on that. Who, who like, you know, have these type of weapons or whatever. I don't judge them. So but, do you I. You know, when you keep so saying, I, yeah. when you keep saying the same thing happen with the same kind of yeah. guns like, huh. Now, because it's like Something my up. thing is like, you know, yeah, that's what I I think like stuff like using a what do you need a bump stop for? Are are you playing Call right. of Duty? I mean, there I mean, right. there are certain <laughs> things that that you, you know, because my thing is, why can't there's you know, and we'll, we can get off the subject in a minute, but there's there's sure, this sure. glass, there's this uh, thing you can stuff you can wrap your car around and wrap windows around, but only certain people can get it because if you shoot a bullet in it, it doesn't it doesn't penetrate, but then you have to go through mm-hmm. all of this to be able to get that. Well, why don't you have to have the same thing to go get the AR-15? That's my that's my question. I mean, there's I, I, mean, if, I, I can dig that. Yeah, so. And it's not about taking your rights away. It's just more like, okay, if you want this, then why? Then there should be a higher level of security to get it. Because those are killers. Yes, absolutely. I mean, any gun, anything can be. But if you see the same thing over and over again, hey, then why can't we just put more, you know, more, uh, you know, more of a, uh, what do you call it, more restrictions on how to get it. Because I guarantee if you put a high level of restrictions and steps to get it, then it will be in less people's hands, unless it's there illegally. And then that's, you know, that's a court, that's a law issue. But yeah, That's all another story, yeah. But, yeah, but, you know, hit us up, you know, grownmanishpodcast at gmail.com. You know, if you differ from our opinions or you want to, you know, give your opinion about gun control, let us know. We definitely will read your letter on our next episode. No doubt. Yeah, so, but, uh, but yeah, no man, doubt. definitely rest in, rest in peace to everybody at the Waffle House, man, who passed away. I have to ask my homeboy, Pure, because, you know, we used to kick it a lot in Nashville. I like, is that one of the mm-hmm. Waffle House we went to after, you know, hanging out all night, man? So, you see four young yeah. people of color died, and we haven't heard of our apricot, uh, you know, commander-in-chief. I haven't heard anything from him, any tweets from him, because the gunman, and I think the gunman was white, 
and the people who died were people of color. So I guarantee if it had been a person of color and four white people died, he'd have been on there saying all type of, uh, you know, fanning the flames of his base. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, 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 Trump's old Trumpster has been uh, doing a lot of uh, childish things. So, yeah, man, why, why don't why don't we just go ahead and jump into that damn Trump news, man? Yeah, man. So uh, I know we're, we're going to get to the travel ban this week because they're discussing that on Wednesday. So let's jump into that Absolutely. next week. But, uh, hey, man, so, uh, yo, what's up with him always trying to talk about Chuck Todd, man? Call him sleepy eyes. Yeah, man. Yeah, he, he, I don't know what's up with him and, and the media, man. Like, it, it's almost like, a, you know, how you have, a, like, a, you know, a 9, 10, 11-year-old, and they they just want to try to, you know, make fun or mock people, you know, mock each other. Oh, well, you're this, and you're that, and you're this, or what am I? I know you are, but what am I? All that type of stuff. Like, that's the way... A lot of his tweeting and interaction comes across with with the media, man. So, you know, yeah, he's calling Chuck Tide all sleepy eyes and, you know, making other comments about him. And then he made a comment about a New York Times reporter or or a couple of them, actually, a New York Times reporter. His tweet, um, he tweeted this out. And again, this this isn't Bowtie Fresh just spewing stuff. This is his tweet. Says, it says, and I quote, uh, the New York Times and their third-rate reporter named Maggie Haberman, known as a crooked H flunky. I don't know what that means. Crooked H flunky, Hillary. who I Hillary. don't speak. Oh, there, there you go. Okay, maybe a crooked Hillary flunky, who I don't speak to and have nothing to do with are going out of their way to destroy Michael Cohen and his relationship with me in hopes that he will quote-unquote flip. So, I mean, this reporter was talking about Trump and Cohen and, she, you know, uh, her and, and one of her colleagues made the comment that they think that Cohen is going to turn on turn on his boss, quote unquote, uh, meaning, you know, he's going to, you know, flip the script and, and, and ride on Trump or whatever. And just the, just the fact that, that, that number one, he's involved in all this Twitter, quote unquote, Twitter beef and all this interaction and stuff, but it's in a very childish fashion, like uh, – you know, to call like I said, calling Chuck Ty sleepy eyes, calling this reporter, oh, she's a she's a crooked Hillary flunky who I don't speak to and have nothing to do with. Well, if you don't speak to her and have nothing to do with, why the hell are you even making it making her story bigger by tweeting her or tweeting about her? You should you should be the president of the United States and say and just keep moving. He gets himself from Fox News. Whatever the yeah, Fox man. News says, that's how he likes to roll. He is a Fox News type of cat. That is how he rolls. That is the way he does it. I mean, that's how he gets it. That's how he gets his stuff off. Fox, I mean, I'm sure Hannity now and then probably got a direct line to him, probably be hitting him up like, Don, I don't even call him Mr. President. You know, oh, this is the best thing ever. You know, you know, Fox News, their ratings are number one. They they had me in this random poll that only polls my best, and they say I'm up 89%. You know, he's just, he just he's, he's, a, he's a narcissist, man. He is beyond yeah. reproach, and he is a narcissist. So, something's up with that dude, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't know what. Something's up with that guy. I mean, like I said, if I was the president of the United States, I, I, I would not be acting in the fashion that he acts. Like, I mean, I, uh, there may be a, twi- a tweet here or there, or some social interaction or whatever. But like, to the extent that he is, it's almost like he's just out there, like looking. And he's got his people looking, like who said something about me, so I can text him, so I can tweet him back, or man, that you know dude what I mean? Like, his name every it's not day. worth your time. It's not worth your time as the president of the United States. This crap is not worth your time. There are professional trolls, and he falls victim to professional trolls on a regular basis. Like, come on, bro. You probably could tell him that he didn't just stormy say he wasn't a good lover, and he probably would go back and forth with you. 
And this and this, this, <laughs> and this thing of this is the stuff that he says publicly on the record. This, you know he got burner accounts. He probably got some Mac burner accounts that's just probably <laughs> killing people. He probably saying all the stuff truly want. <laughs> Hey, yo, he probably like, yo, KD, let me show you how you do this MAGA style. This is how you get the burner, right. baby. You put it like this. <laughs> you get you get a white man out here with American flag, hashtag work hard, and then, you know, you put on some camo gear on him and, you know, call him Joe the Plumber or, you know, or Scuffy or Scuffy Time or whatever you want to call him. And you sit back <laughs> and, you, and, and, you, and you get out there and you, and you just read him for filth. So that's right, you know man. that's like I said, man. Check out the Trump burner accounts. I know he got some. So you know he yeah, got to, man. man. I, I would not be surprised oh, yeah. if he does, man. Yeah, no telling. Be on the lookout. For, be on the lookout for a burner account called Sleepy Eyes. I mean, I can yeah, <laughs> I can see him not being that bright and using and like using his his own ling, his lingo and giving himself away. <laughs> that or a, or I love Ivanka, you know. So something oh. something weird oh. and. Hey man, he compared. I mean, this is on the record. He's compared, you know, women talking about how beautiful his daughter is. Yeah, so, this is, yeah, I mean, this is true. It's not even this like a beautiful. True. I'm yep. trying to. I think you're beautiful. I mean, it's weird. So, but yeah, you know, it's a little trifle. Beyond, hey, just more than a little bit, man. So, yo, man, you know. So let's get to the Twizzler, bro. Yeah, man, I'm gonna let you handle the Twizzlers, man. Don't let you handle the Twizzlers, oh, man, because these these the, 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 these folks kind of got me on one. <laughs> Yo, man, did you see that video at Syracuse? So we're going to give yes. it this, uh, yeah. Theta Tau. I think I'm saying that right. Theta Tau. Theta so they Tau, got the, yeah. They got the fraternity there. And, you know, and I'm not going to lie. I only know the black fraternities and sororities. So, you know, you know, excuse me if I yeah. mispronounce it. But, uh, oh, Theta Tau, they, had, they were doing some type of session. And all I know is I seen the dude on his knees. And the guy was acting like he was ejaculating on him, which was weird in itself, yeah. you know. However you get your yeah. life down, but, you know, they thought it was a funny joke that, you know, they were like, ah, oh, get on your knees and act like I'm ejaculating on you. So then he made this, uh, he started talking about, I, he started giving this, like, uh, I hate niggers. Yeah, pledge to hate niggers and spicks and Jews and everything else like that. So, uh, yeah. But they were they were not using the the the, the nice words outside of niggers. Oh. But they were not using oh, the, yeah. the nice words to, to to describe the other races that Mike J and I or we're not going to use on on this program. We have got too much taste for that. But you can imagine the the, the vulgarity of the words that they were using to describe uh, those of the Jewish and Latino descent. Despicable, oh, yeah. so, trifling. So you know they can go ahead, man, and get that. Uh... Get that! Oh damn, Victor just missed the dunk. My bad. <laughs> uh, they can go ahead and uh, get that and get that Twizzler, man. So maybe they need to go to you know they need some sensitivity training. Maybe they need to go to a step show. You know, maybe they need to meet the meet, meet some of the brothers and you know our brother our you know our black brothers our Jewish brothers and our Mexican I'm brothers you know and, and say that to their face because it's cool. right. I'm interested to see. I know that the fraternity got suspended. I'm interested to see what happens to the individuals that were involved because I haven't heard or read too much about um, the students involved. And I, like I said, I can understand them wanting to respect, you know, student privacy or whatever. But I'd be interested to see if these individuals were allowed to remain at the school or if they were expelled or not, along with the fraternity being suspended. I'll, I'll keep a lookout on that for you guys, uh, grown manish fam. Yes, that's crazy, man. So they can go ahead and sit on the great value. We're gonna give them a, the multi the multi flavor color Twizzler. So we're gonna get some exactly get a, a cherry Twizzler, the black Twizzler. Do they have any other flavors? I don't like Twizzlers. Do they have any other things? Oh, they got all kinds. They got all kinds of stuff, man. They got the pineapple. They got the green apple. They got a little bit of everything out there on the Twizzler trail. 
Yeah, so let's go ahead and give them the multi-flavor pack Twizzler, man, the pulling pill, because, you know, my man was already on his knees acting like he was getting ejaculated on. So, you know, go ahead, man, and sit back and get that uh, fresh Twizzler action. Shout out to LeBron with the fresh Beijing in his hair, too, because his hair is super black today. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> LeBron does have the fresh Beijing going on. <laughs> hey, LeBron, he, he, LeBron must have had his man come down like, yo, bring the Beijing. We on national TV. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. Hey, man, man. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron look like he been hanging out with, <laughs> with your dude Spice Adams character. <laughs> oh, yeah. That or, that he called up, call those losers. Say, say, hey, booze, man, come on, bring me some of that Beijing you have, man. Like, no, oh man, no, like, not booze. That's that. That's like the base. You remember on Girls Trip when he was she, he uh when Mike episode Tiffany Haddish that uh drink. You don't use this. A little I haven't seen Girls Trip. Years. Oh, you haven't seen Girls Trip? Girls Trip is good. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that yet. Hey, Girls Trip is a good out. flick, man. Yeah, Girls Trip is a good flick, man. I took my lady to go see it. But yeah, man. So go ahead and talk about the Kansas City uh fire department, man. Oh yeah, man. So I'm, I'm we're giving the twizzle to the entire Kansas City fire department and their government officials. So last time, last week, Mike J touched on a, a firefighter who spat on a black child and went on a racially charged rant to the family and you know so forth and so on about their uh, color uh, in a Hooters restaurant. Uh, well, the fire department in the city has given this fucking idiot his job back. So they, 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 despite all of this, his hearing, I believe, is either next Wednesday or Thursday. But the man has been given his job back, you know, for just just because, you know, they, I, I'm assuming that they are in support of this behavior. That's the way I take it by giving someone who is a civil servant this type of his job back. I mean, I can only imagine this piece of shit being called to a fire or to a car accident. And if he feels this way, seeing that these individuals, hopefully not, but the potential individuals could be of minority, black or Latino, and him not, you know, not doing what he's supposed to do, serving them, serving and protecting or serving and saving as a firefighter, I could just see him not standing, you know, standing back and not doing his job. Because obviously if you spit on a five-year-old, a five- or six-year-old, and are going on a racially charged rant, that's telling me right there how you feel about minority families. So why the hell would I want you to, if I called 911, why would I want you in my house? So, yeah, fuck you to the city of Kansas City and your fire department, all of your city officials for giving this asshole his job back because that's ridiculous, man. And I'm sorry I just went on a rant. I told you all that, that these two topics are kind of getting me fired up, but, I mean, that's ridiculous, man. I have... I have my, my stepfather is a captain of a fire department here in Indy. I have... Three or th- four, no, four very, very close, good friends. Two friends, two of which are my brothers. I consider my brothers just like Mike Jay is my brother. Two of them individuals are firefighters, and uh, they would not dare want to work side by side. They would not want to catch the truck with, with, with this type of individual. They would want to be sleeping in the same firehouse with this type of individual. And I know that my, that my stepfather, Cat, he would, he would not dare have this individual as part of his team at, at his house. I mean, it's just that's just despicable, Kansas City Fire Department, and your and your city's officials, your governor, your mayor, whoever the hell else, your fire chief, everybody that's involved. This this is despicable. This man spat on a child, and went on a, a racially charged rant to this family in front of their children, and I commend that black family for keeping their cool and that father for not whooping his ass, because this is yeah. ridiculous, man. I hope I hope that the city of Kansas City gets everything that's coming to them. You know, be it be it lawsuits or whatever. I, that that's ridiculous, man. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and again, the individual's name is Terrence Jeremy Skeen. 
So uh, Terrence Jeremy Skeen, the city of uh, Kansas City Fire Department, and other city individuals, go ahead, you know, both sides and give them the tools. I just want to, I want to get that bastard's name out, you know, because I feel like people. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think people definitely need to know his name. And y'all need to y'all need to go ahead and write in and call up your city officials and your and your local authorities and fire department and let them and let them know how you feel and how unsafe you feel with someone like this on their at working for their facility and working for their unit as a civil servant. Bastards. Yeah, he can get Mr. Mitt, old, old, old Skinny can get that. He can get that old slim down. That old slim down Twizzler, that one is going that that that'll when you when you bite it, it just automatically goes straight down your throat, but it gets caught just enough for you to choke on. That's that's oh, what man. I need. That's what that's what he that's what needs to happen to him, and have someone oh, that you know that doesn't that, that has the same hatred in their heart come and try to save him and see what happens. That's ridiculous, man. This that touches home because of the, the individuals in my family that are that are firefighters and my my brother. Shout out, Big Rob. That's my brother. He's a fire. He's a firefighter. They would not allow something like this to happen on their department. And for this city, for this city of Kansas City to allow for something like that to happen to get this man his job back, that is bull. It's despicable. It's ridiculous. And I really don't have too much to say about that. Too much else to say about that, man. They they and they also, can all sit on the on the Twizzler. And also, twenty two wouldn't allow that either. So this for you. Know. Oh, you know, well, you know, twenty two run deep. You know, they run deep in these streets. <laughs> yeah, you know, shout out to twenty two. But uh, hey, man. So um, we 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 sit back. We gave the Twizzler. We talked about the extra mayo. And you know, let's talk about the NBA playoffs. You know, I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I'm watching Ooh. the game now. I'm watching game Me four too. of the Pacers and the uh, Cavs. And, you know, LeBron had them boys uh, dressed. In, now he got them dressed in the same suits again. They were, he had them dressed in gray suits in game three. Now they're wearing black suits in game four. So, and I, I'm, you know, so uh, so what do you think about the series so far? I don't know, man. Maybe maybe, maybe they're uh, wearing black suits because they might be they might realize they might be attending their own funeral to pay the Pacers that have been giving them the business, you know. Yeah. I think it's been a great series. I said that beforehand. I think it was going to be a good, a hard-fought series and a good series and, a, and an entertaining series to watch. I, I said all that before, and I think it's living up to it. Um, I also, for 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 me, Bowtie Fresh, for as, as a Bulls fan, you know, I give the Pacers props, man. Them boys have come out hungry. They come out fighting, and you know, I, I said this to all of our brethren uh, in the group chat. You know, Victor Oladipo has arrived, man. He's arrived, and, and, you know, he's like, you know what, I'm here, take note. I'm not backing down from nothing, I'm going hard at it, man. So, you know, I definitely give props and, and, and shout out to, you know, where it's due. That, that's straight up, man. Them boys came out to play, and they've been showing, you know, we're not backing down from LeBron, we're not backing down from the big stage. For them to come back from 17 down in that, in that second, in, that other, in the game the other night and get that W, man, that's grit. That's true grit, man. I give it up to him, man. This is a good series. I think it's going to be a good rest of the game tonight. I'm going to finish watching that game tonight. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to more of the same excitement and entertainment that the last game provided. Hey, man. So, yeah, so, you know, this is – I mean, I'm, I'm trying to stay – I'm starting to stay with y'all so we can, we can, get, we can get through as this. A, I ain't going to lie to y'all. <laughs> as, a, as a Pacer fan, Mike J., you know, how are you, how, how you feeling about the series, man? How are you feeling about that last game? Oh, get up, Lance. That's how I feel. Lance has scored the left. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I'm proud of man for winning for winning Game Three, man. So uh, hopefully they can go ahead and get Game Four, man. So we can go ahead and go ahead and take them boys on, man. Because I think we can get them. We can get them tonight. They, you know, this going. 
You think you think Pacers win tonight? They gonna close them out? I don't know, man. It's hard to be. You know, they it's, they they a young team, man. It's hard to get them. It's hard to close some teams out when you know you don't have the experience of doing it. All right, Lance, I see. No, no doubt, right, man. So let's go. Let's go ahead and you know. All right, man. So what do you think about the uh, the Pelicans, man? I, you know, and we we went. We did our playoff preview show a few episodes ago, and you know, I yeah. just picked the Blazers and I picked the Pelicans. I did. Man, so I, I was not expecting a sweep. I did not expect a sweep either. Like I said, I picked the Blazers. I, I think I picked the Blazers in seven. I can't remember, but um, I did pick the Blazers. I thought I thought that uh, Damian Lillard was going to take this opportunity and, you know, try to shine. I think that he's a good individual player, and I thought he was going to use his opportunity to, you know, propel his team to the next level. But, man, this was all A.D., Jeru, and Rondo. I mean, A.D., I, did, he, did he drop like 40 twice in this series? Jeru's yeah, right. Jeru and AD. 30, he averaged 33 points for the series. I think 12 rebounds and a couple blocks. So, yeah. yeah. Him and Jeru both dropped 40 in this in, in this closeout game. I think Rondo had 17 or 17 assists or 11 assists, something like that. I mean, they just came out and just took it to the Pelicans. I mean, they embarrassed them, man. They absolutely embarrassed the Pelicans or, or the other other Trailblazers. I mean, man, they they embarrassed the Blazers, bro. I mean, a lot of people are saying that it's Rondo's, um, you know, um, leadership and, and playoff experience and championship experience. And people are saying Jeru's feeling rejuvenated and hungry. You know, AD's doing this thing. that They had a great midseason trade when, when they got Miritich from the Bulls. Um, Miritich played very well for them this season. I think that he showed his versatility on the court. The only thing I have to look at and say, man, I can only imagine what would have happened if Boogie was suited up. I mean, this could, it would have. I mean, you can't get much worse than a sweep. But I mean, like maybe yeah. the blowouts would have been bigger. I don't know. I don't know, man. Because sometimes when you you have a star player go down, everybody picks their picks their game up. Because if Boogie's, I feel like I put it like this: if Boogie's healthy, then you don't get the forty-one from Holiday, which you really need because you got to get. This is true. Play. I think sometimes, man, when you get that's like it's like somebody that's just like somebody taking something from your house and you having to consolidate things to like. You know, you stay together to build, and I think that's just kind of what happened. Now he couldn't; now, it could have been, you know, a, even an easier time. But I just personally think that without Boogie there, and not saying they don't need Boogie, I'm not saying that at all. But sometimes you kind of like, you know, you don't have that crutch because you know you're like, all right, we can throw the Boogie on the, in the post, we can throw it to him on the elbow, he can shoot, pass, rebound, do everything we need him to do. So that makes that makes guys right. like Drew less uh, less uh, effective, less engaged. So, yeah, so I can see that. Yeah, man. So shout out to them, man. Forty-one points and eight, eight, eight assists for Drew Holiday, and I think yeah. you know, I forgot how that what the Bryant what forty-six or forty-seven. Okay, he said forty-seven. Yeah, AD had forty-seven on him. Yeah, man. So also, but we'll jump back to the Pacers series. Miles Turner's need he needs to call uh, he needs to call AD's trainer because you know AD was like a like a like a stick previously. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, he's sitting back. Now you look at him and, you know, he, you can tell dude is a lot stronger and, you know, you know he's just, you know, a lot physically stronger than he was when he uh, when he came into the league. So, and he hasn't lost any of his athleticism. So, that's just interesting. But, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, so no doubt. Let's jump, let's jump to this Rockets and this uh, – and the T-Wolves, man. I see the T-Wolves got one, uh, got one you know, yesterday, man. Jimmy Butler had a big game, him and Cat. I think Jeff Teague even had yeah. a good game, man. So, I, mean, I still think it's going to be a gentleman's sweep and still think that Houston's going to win in five. What you think? 
Oh yeah, I, I still think I, I don't I don't know about five. I think T Wolves might have one gritty game left in them, but I still I do agree. I think the Rockets go ahead and and uh, move on past this series. Um, I, like you said last night though, what the what the T Wolves were not doing in, in the previous games, Cat wasn't getting the looks, Cat wasn't getting the touches, Cat wasn't getting the shots. I think he had in that second game. I think he only had six or seven shot field goal attempts that first game. I think he might have had eight. Then he got to get touches. He's got they they, they got to be able to run that offense with with Cat through Cat. I know they got Jimmy. I know they got Wiggs. I know they got Teague. I mean, but Cat Cat's that he's that guy. I mean, honestly, in my opinion, it, the other guys on the team are expendable except Cat. You know, maybe not Jimmy. Maybe, but if I was going to say oh, you know, who am I going to keep, Cat or Jimmy, that I'm giving away, huh? My bad, man. JR I'm, gi- like I'm, 60, I'm giving away a sixty footer. Crazy, um, but you know, I, you know, Big Cat. They they got to get him touches. They got to they got to drive through him because he's going to dictate a lot. And I think he puts a lot of pressure on their Rockets front court. So you know, they they need to really be playing off of him. And they done that in the game that they just won. Yeah, man. And I'll, let me ask let me ask you this: We talked about Andrew Wiggins. He got the big contract. Is he the most mm-hmm. overrated, overpaid player in the NBA? He might be, man. I, I mean, I can't say that he that he is. Everyone knows how I feel about them, Demar Derozan, but uh, well, you can't compare. You can't compare. Andrew, DeMar, Andrew, DeMar DeMar Andrew, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Demar Derozan's all NBA, bro. I mean, I mean, we could talk about feelings is one thing, but you know, and I even talking about stats. I mean, you can't even compare Demar Derozan and Andrew. Demar Derozan's getting better every year. Andrew Wiggins is. Well, we on year four, year five. He hasn't gotten any better. He's had a couple of injuries too that's kind of derailed him. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I'm just saying the 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 overhyped, overpaid, overpriced, all that type of stuff. I don't I don't know just yet. Um, I know that he he has the potential to mess up a good thing. I think that they've got a, a solid with him, Jimmy, and Cat. I think that's a solid core. You know, I and I really do think that Teague is a good point guard in this league. Um, I like Jang, um, Gordon, Gordon Jang that's over this out there. I mean, I think they got a good lineup. They got Crawford, uh, but with with Wiggins, with Wiggins, uh, Buck, Jimmy, and 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 Cat, I think that's a good core. And I think that there's some of that maybe that young immaturity that you know, I, I gotta I gotta put some of this to the side. You know, if I got something good here and I can you know potentially win uh, you know a championship, you know maybe this year, maybe but definitely in the future, we all continue to grow and get better build that chemistry, that's a good core. So I may have to put some of that, you know, I'm the man or, you know, whatever the case may be. You gotta look you gotta look internally and say, you know, do I put that to the side and, you know, let's go get this ring, let's go let's go establish this, you know, dynasty or championship that they have, that they have the potential for. Uh I don't know, but I I can say that I definitely expect it I expect more out of him though. I do expect more out of him, but again, I understand that like I said, Jimmy's there, Kat's there. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Bro, third, the hundred five years, one hundred forty six million dollars for to be the third option. No. Yeah. Yeah, he can't get his own shot. <laughs> he can't. He can't dribble. I mean, this. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad the brother got his money. I'm always I'm always happy that some of the, that a black man's getting his money. I ain't never gonna be that type of cat. But okay, so you giving you seventeen points a game, four rebounds, and two assists. Yeah, Yo, it's not like you know, it's not like he's a dominant it's not, defender it's because not. he was a if he was a dominant defender then they wouldn't have needed to go get Jimmy Butler. 
Yeah, and I'll say, I think that's one of the things that I that, that I did expect out of him. I expected him to be a much better defender. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. But again, like you say, I mean, they they gave him that money, but then you look at you know, like I said previously, like I think that that's still Cat's team. So I mean, Cat's going to have to get the, the touches and the shots. You know, you bring Jimmy in. Jimmy's an established all star. You know, he's he established that I can get it done. You know what I mean? So at this point in time, Wiggins does have to take that third fiddle, that third, you know, that back seat. Or maybe that's a result, you know, the, the 17 points and, you know, so forth and so all the things that you just stated, maybe that's a result of having Cat and having Jimmy there. You know, he doesn't have to do all that extra stuff. I don't yeah, know, man. I don't know. But that is a, that is a lot said, of money, but, though. He does have to be able to you, defend. You brought up DeMar DeRozan. This is DeMar, and I'm not like the president of DeMar DeRozan, <laughs> fan, but I'm just bringing it up. So, 2017. Oh, I'm used to it. Every points, time I mention DeMar DeRozan, everybody goes off no, about because, DeMar DeRozan. No, no, I, just, no, no. I just don't see it. <laughs> no, no. Okay. 20, this is 2017. And they, were they the top seed in the, in the East? 23 points, three, four rebounds, five assists. 2016, 27 points, five rebounds, four assists. 2015, 23 and a half, 4.5 rebounds, four assists. Bro, let's put it like this. De, I mean, you can't. DeMar DeRozan's second worst year is better than is better than uh, and that was 2012 better than uh than Andrew Wiggins' best year. You're right. I mean, I, 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 yeah. The, the 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 stats the stats are there, but again, at 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 the same time, and he's, and he's taking DeMar- him to the and he, okay. So what what's your comparison? I'm just curious. We you know so. I mean, I don't know. I know you don't like Bradley Bill because he's a, you know, he's a trash talker and all that type of stuff. So what's the, what's the, what's the thing with Demar Derozan? I'm curious. I the same, the thing for me with Demar Derozan is the same thing that everybody had issues with with Kevin Love when he was in Minnesota. Demar Derozan's on a team where he's the guy and he has the green light. I can shoot whenever I want, shoot whatever I want. I can shoot a 60-footer. I can try to dunk every time. I don't need to do this or that. It's it's my team, and I'm just going to go out and do whatever I want to do. And if my stats look but good because of it, never fine. Took them, it's never like, took, never took them guys. Never was a winner. He never took those guys. He took them to the playoffs. I mean, even I, now, Kevin Love's getting you, what, 17 points? Maybe, maybe get you 89 rebounds? Because they talk about know. him being like the, I, Chris I no idea. I'm of, the Chris Boss of the big three with LeBron. And when they had Kyrie, now he's not as good as Chris Boss. Yeah. That's no, he's not a Chris Bosh at all. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, in 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 those in those schemes, like you look at you, we we talked about Damian Lillard earlier. It's it's just another scenario. He's Demar Derozan is just taller. Like you're a good individual player. You put up, you know, all these stats because you got the green light. You can go out and do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want. But if he had a cat or if he had an AD or if he had, you know, another guy, that's the option that's that, you know, that's number one team. Is he going to, is he going to be able to do, you know, all of the stuff that he quote unquote wants to do or can do or whatever? Like, I, I don't, I don't know. So you don't, so I mean, you think I, he's he blessed, I think DeMar DeRozan is blessed to be in this. So you think if he had a great player, well, so like for instance, he was playing for Minnesota. You don't think he, you don't think he wouldn't give him 22. You wouldn't think he'd be putting up better numbers than Jimmy Butler. I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I think honestly, honestly he's, don't a know. Better, he's a better player than Jimmy Butler. Now, I think he's going to be a better defensive player, but I think offensively he's a better player than Jimmy Butler. Because Andy's, 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 you know, he's, he's taking his game out to the three-point line. So this will be interesting. So, you know, you guys, you know, sure. hit us up, guys, girls, whomever, you know, you know hit us oh, up. Yeah. Let, us, let, let us know. We always encourage dialogue and everything like that. I was just curious because I – maybe you mentioned it before, but, you know, I ain't going to lie – and DeMar had, he was uh, at 35 tonight, too. Um, 
So uh, I, I'm yeah, not man. surprised that he had 35. I am not surprised that he's putting up 35, 40 points. It, he can if he if he wants to. He can. There, there, there's no there's no restrictions on Demar Derozan. You're going to say, oh, Kyle, he has Kyle Lowry. Okay, that it, it's still going to be. It, DeMar DeRozan is going to be able to do whatever he wants, and I'm not shitting on him. I'm not saying that he's garbage. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, but you said overhyped and all this other type of stuff. It it, it it's just one of those scenarios. That that's all I'm saying. I, I just think it's a false equivalency because I think that comparing somebody who is under, who is uh, you know, you sit back, you can put it oh overhyped to another guy that's five years, hundred thirty-six million dollars, who's not even a. Honestly, it's not even when you think of the Minnesota, you don't think of Wiggins' name, and for me to also to be the number one. Now you think of Cat. So you think of you know yeah. Cat and Jimmy because it was honestly if it was a need for if there was the Wiggins was doing playing his game, Cat you know Wiggins you know your boy would have fell in to be the third option. So he can't get his own physically. He can't get his own shot. He can't dribble. So that's 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 my that's my. I argument. agree with you there. So let's uh. You know, we talked about the uh, when the Rockets and the T-Wolves, man. I think Golden State, they lost today, but I think they're going to go ahead and put San Antonio out of their misery in game five. I think that's also going to be a, a gentleman's sweep. Agree. Agree. So, you know, I think, you know, you know, you know, Pop lost his wife. I mean, they're playing off emotion, but once they get, they get back to Golden State, I think that Golden State's going to go ahead and go ahead and take them out game five and go ahead and end the season, man, because uh, San Antonio, yeah. they have other – they have other issues to deal with, obviously, with Popovich, you know, losing his wife. That's the biggest thing. But, you know, the whole Kawhi Leonard yeah. thing going forward, man. So, it'll be interesting, man. So, also, you know, I definitely, while we on – definitely agree on that. Yeah, while we on sports, man, isn't next – isn't is next week the NFL draft? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yes, sir. Yeah, so next – so hopefully next week – you know, next Sunday when we record, we'll be able to kind of break down maybe a couple of our favorite teams and think about, you know, who who we think has some steals and, you know, reached for the draft and all that type of stuff. So I know one of our homeboys, Demetrius, he's a Browns fan. They got the top two picks in the top four. So I'm going to be interested to see if they if they if Browns do what Browns is going to do and they mess it up again. So, you know, <laughs> right. Hey, man, you know, I was, you know, we Colts fans. I remember when the Colts had the top two picks in the draft. And neither one of them guys really panned out. So, but yeah, man. So we'll definitely be able to hit hit that on that next week. But uh, you got any more sports? No doubt, on, brother. Ah, uh, no, man. I got I got nothing on the sports tip, man. Ready to jump into this music? Hey, man. So, I mean, I mean, I, I kind of let us break it down like this. So, you know, you know, April nineteenth, nineteen ninety four. One of the greatest debut albums ever came out. That was Illmatic. Now, I mean, I was a young cat when Illmatic came out. I was all of 12 years old. Come on, Pacers. <laughs> but uh, it's one of my favorite albums of all time. But let me ask you this, and this is something I want to pose out to our listeners once we get through with the episode. What do you think, is, you know, you don't have to answer it now if you don't want. What, do you, what is your favorite debut album in hip-hop? Um, I, you'll, you'll probably be like, what, for real? My, one of my favorite debut or my favorite debut album in hip-hop was Ludacris, man. Honestly, uh, it was ludicrous. That back, back, back for the first time, man. I that that's still one of. And, and I, I was thinking about putting that album on on my Southern albums list that we done uh, a, a couple weeks ago, but um, I just didn't think that for me that it, it just didn't add up to some of those other ones. But this is one of my favorite albums uh, to come out of the South. One of my favorite rap albums. Period. Like I, I really enjoyed that album. 
it was a good debut album for me because I was like, man, this brother came out of nowhere. He's killing it. Like, I literally liked pretty much every track on there. Um, but I mean, it was it, it it was one of my albums, man. That's that's my favorite debut album. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna go too much into it. It's my favorite debut album. Yeah, yeah, there ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I was just curious. I I never knew that. You know, we've been knowing each other shit twenty five years. Look, well, yeah, man. So I had no idea. But Illmatic's my favorite. Uh, is this man? I just think my brother was rapping on a whole nother level. The production. Oh you know, yeah. Jazzy samples and everything else. So Illmatic's my like my favorite debut album of all time. So we'll we're gonna put that out after the after the episode, man, to see if we can get people to you know, definitely get our folks to you know, to dialogue with us and then we can talk about it on the next episode. But man, let's just jump into that code and we're gonna put those together because I know, you know, Nas is J. Cole's favorite rapper, so they kinda fit and then it happened to drop April nineteenth, April twentieth, you know, twenty some odd years later. Yeah. What's the thing about that K O D man? Uh, man, I like it, man. Uh, I'm a big Cole fan. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I was I was at the concert that he that he came uh, here. <clears throat> excuse me, on the last album, and you know it it was a, a pouring and raining and all that type of stuff, man. And we, you know, we was out at you know I don't even know what you want to call it now, Deer Creek, Verizon Wireless, Clips, whatever it's called. But you know, at the at the at the outside venue here in Indy, um, you know, I was there, man. I like I like J Cole, big fan, but uh, I like this album, man. You know. Uh, ATM is probably like one of the, my favorite songs on there. I like Photograph. I like I definitely like KLD, of course. Um, his little 1985 intro. Um, I was feeling that. You know, I, I like the album, man. I like it. I gave it. Uh, I listened through it through it the whole way one time, um, and I was just kind of picking up little highlights here and there. So I, I'm of course going to be going back probably this week, listen to it a couple more times, just to try to really like listen to it, get the vibe for it or whatnot. But I like it, man. I I, I I'm 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 here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I listened to it, man. Listen, at first I listened to it in the crib. Then I listened to it in my car. And listening to the car is a little different for me because then I'm just concentrating on the music. If I'm at home, then I'm, you know, I might be doing other type things. But it, it's it's a solid album, man. But uh, I like J Cole. Yeah. But music, I don't know. Maybe it's a production. You just it 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 doesn't really decipher. Like all of it kind of sounds similar to me. So, I mean, I like it. It's a good album. It, it'll definitely, I have a J. Cole playlist, so I'll add it to there. But yeah, I like, me too. You know, some J. Cole fans are insufferable. They act like, you know, it's like smart guy <laughs> rap. I'm like, it's really not. And I'm not trying to get like, you know, like like I'm like super like smarty, smarty. So I'm pretty, pretty intelligent, but I don't need to do that in my rap music. But it's it's good. But it's to me, it's not like, it doesn't, it, maybe it doesn't, I don't, it doesn't touch me. And it's not like, you know, I went to college. I have student loan debt. I know people like to talk about that. I have both. You know, but it's just, I don't know. This doesn't get to me like that. But it's tough to talk about. It's something I'll add to the playlist. I mean, I like Forest Hills Drive better. Um, yeah. No, I will, I will agree with that right. I will, I will agree with that right now. Like I said, I haven't listened to this, this album completely, like, adequately enough to give a fair comparison. Um, but, right, but, yeah, Forest Hills Forest Hill Drive. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, but speaking of this particular album, I saw on Twitter you were talking about how individuals always talk about J. Cole, smart guy rap, or different type of rap, so forth. So when I heard I heard someone refer to it or saw, read that someone referred to it on Twitter as classy Migos. <laughs> it's a classy Migos style of rap. And I'm like, you know, that's funny to see written, I said, but in, 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 a, in a way, you know, it's kind of it's accurate. I'm not, I don't necessarily want to say classy. Um, it's just I I think it's the same type of music just articulated in a different fashion. That's all. But 
I thought that was funny. It was something that stood out to me this week, just reading different people talking about the album. Yeah, like, I'll listen to Culture, too. Uh, number one, the production, to me, is a lot better. Uh, like, I put on two player, like, right now, and then just, you know, get everything with two chains wrapping over the uh, wrapping over the saxophone. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I like J. Cole, but it's just, I think he needs to do more with his production. So I would like to see him, like, move with some really great producers just to bring something yeah. else out of him. But, uh, yeah, I, I like I it. I can dig it, that. You know, it, it, it bangs. But uh, you know, some people just they get insufferable to J. Cole fans. So you have to it's like you have to like step, you know, kinda of step lightly when it comes to J. Cole fans. But uh I can dig so, that. I can dig that. So we'll see you know, so we've talked about this individual before but I think it's definitely coming to an end and that will be Robert Sylvester Kelly. I think that's you know, oh, that's man. And, you know the yeah, you know, we I mean his publicist left, his lawyer is gone, and I think his personal assistant is gone. You know, and he allegedly gave some young woman herpes. Bruh. <sighs> Man. I, how do you see it ending for R. Kelly? Because I, I see it ending bad. I, I keep living in a I can, Yeah, man. Like, I, I honestly, unfortunately, I honestly do kind of see it ending bad if he doesn't just kind of step away and say, you know what, you know, I'm just stepping away from all of this and, you know, calling it. Like, I, I could definitely see it ending in a bad way for him, unfortunately. Um... Well, I can't even lie. It was one of my favorite artists. You know, all of his music, loved it. You know, so forth. It was you know, like I, I was a diehard R. Kelly fan. But there's so many things that are that are coming out. So many things that are being brought to light, um, and it just seems to continue to spiral. And it's like, bruh, like I, I don't even have the same like the same passion or same vigor for the music anymore. I can't even just say I'll separate the you know the man from his from his music or from his talent or from his art. Like, I can't even do that anymore just due to the stuff that continues to come out. It's just like, man, like, come on. So, yeah, unfortunately, if, if unfortunately, I do see it kind of ended, like you said, just ended in a bad way for, for, for R. Kelly, unfortunately, man. I, I hope that the brother can get some type of help and, and kind of just get himself away from all of this and just kind of just live his life without having – all of this other stuff and, and new things continuing to pop up and so forth and so on, man. It's 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 kind of sad, man. It it really truly is sad. Yeah, I don't I don't feel. I mean, you know, I was the same way, man. And I was a big R. Kelly fan. I I think he's still super talented, man. But you know, you you get into you move into life. You know, my my priorities in life has obviously changed. I'm you know dating a woman now. You know, as a kid and as a daughter, so. It's just it's different, man. I can't even listen to it because he's writing. I mean, he's writing sex songs, and I'm like, well, man, you know, you could be talking about some child, or you know, you running like a cult, or you know, it's just it's just it's just too much for me now. I I used to have an R. Kelly playlist, so you know, before that, I used to have an R. Kelly mixtapes, you know the. The pure lewd sex mixes, you know, I was, you know, using the, <laughs> the lewd you know, hot the sex mix. Lewd, lewd hot sex mix that I was using to, you know, to spend special time <laughs> with women. And I, I don't, you know, I, I don't listen to it, man. Uh, I went to the mall the other day and I was purchasing something. They were playing uh, one of the R. Kelly songs from Chocolate Factory, which I think is one of the greatest albums, R&B albums. And yeah. I just was like, yeah. yo, I can't even, can't even get into this. Because it's like the music is so good, but I feel so nasty and guilty about listening to it. So, I'm serious, man. Like, you know, 
you know, you, you hear things, you think the whole thing with Aaliyah, maybe, you know, he, maybe she lied. You know, you try to get brother, you know, brother out. Then the girl, you know, that allegedly he peed on or whatever, maybe she was of age. You don't know her age. But then it's just like constant. It's, it's like, bro, you really have issues. And I really see that yeah. man, like, dying, like, broke and then, like, like living horribly at the end of his life. He's like 50 some odd years old. I, yeah, man. It's, it's, you know, I don't know. So that's maybe Ryan Isley can turn him around, man. Maybe Ryan Isley can just get a hold of him and turn help turn that brother around. Yeah, man. And you like you get maybe he don't need Ryan. Maybe he need Ernie. Maybe he need Ernie. Damn, bro. He needs to be throwing himself on the ground like a like an old man at the juke joint and cat caught by his wife stepping out with his third family. Bro, <laughs> he needs to sit back and just throw himself at the at the knees of. Of Christ, man. I'm, you know, I don't even get super religious with people. That man has issues, issues, and it's the same thing. I mean, if somebody keeps having the same issues over and over again, then brother, it could be you. Yeah. So that, that's yeah. one of the that's one of the things that uh, I'm, I'm curious about. But uh, yeah, he's giving out the hurt. So you know, the last person would I know to get a to get a you know sue for him going to jail, getting out the hurt was Mr. You know, porn star Mr. Marcus. You know, aka the dude that was, you know, aka the dude that was philandering with the hat on. You know, he ended up like doing like like thirty days in two thousand and twenty thirteen for giving people the hurt, man, and like you know, yeah, and changing the so there's other, status on forms and stuff. So I was like, that's a precedent. I read a I, I read a report that uh, he he might be going back in the clink for for for, uh, for, yeah. for uh, passing along allegedly allegedly passing along syphilis in the in in, in the industry. Um, uh, another one of his uh, female co actors. I think it was a syphilis. My bad, it was syphilis. It was syphilis. My bad, Mr. Marcus. I don't. Yeah, know. I, I miss you up on your on your uh, STD thing. It was syphilis. <laughs> not, not the hurt. Yeah, man. I I I saw I saw something like some of some stuff like that. Post different articles posted on Twitter about that. And was just like, oh man, whoa. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and and again, I mean, if that if that's if if that's how you know individuals, everyone makes their makes their living, you know. However, so those individuals are participating in adult films. That's how they make their money. You know, more power to you. Get your money, do your thing, and you know whatever makes you happy. But uh, when you begin to endanger other individuals, you know, especially if you know endanger other individuals' health, you know what I mean. I mean, that's that that's that's another that's another situation, man. I mean, that's, that's another scenario. And, and, you know, unfortunately that's a risk that they have. And, you know, it's kind of a, tr- apparently I think it's a trust thing or whatever, but like, man, you know, I, I if, if that, if that's my job, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm as safe as possible. Just like I am in, in, in my job, you know, my current job, I want to be as safe as I possibly can, you know? So yeah, that's unfortunate, bro. Yeah. So that's pretty damn disgusting. But uh, let's let's end it off on a little something like that. So you said you because I don't want to end off. We talking about people giving the STD. That's a pretty damn disgusting. <laughs> so I mean, so let's jump back. Let's jump back to this music thing. That way we kind of end it off. So you said that Ludacris was you know back for the first time. So what's your second? What's your second man? Give me two. Oh, man. I don't know. I would probably go with Illmatic. Cause I, I I really like that album. I think the album is a classic. I, I, Nas brought it on damn pretty much every damn song. I would well, probably say nice. Illmatic. I mean, I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like I I, yeah. I would probably say Illmatic, man, because I really I really enjoy that album. I think, it, like I said, I think it's a classic album. I think Nas was just just 
before his time. I think he was, I mean, just 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 a shit at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, so I, I would probably say Illmatic right now. Cause that's a hell of an album. The fact that the fact that he did that when he was 20 years old is crazy. So yeah. And so, but uh, next week we you know we got. I'm not gonna talk about next week, but I will talk about uh, off off air what comes what we can discuss next week. Cause that'd be an album that you know definitely an album that you and I both have. But uh, yeah, oh, man. Yeah, so man. for me, it would be. Well, well, what about what about you, man? Illmatic. Uh, let me see. Ready to die. Oh, uh, I don't know if I want to go reasonable doubt or I want to go southern playlist. I don't. I don't know. Like. It just you know there's different 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 albums like I probably will go maybe reasonable doubt because I like I like AT Aliens and I like you know I like all those albums from Outkast but I maybe go maybe reasonable doubt because East Coast was kind of like transitioning to something else after the Death Row no well I take no 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 I take that back I probably would go with Doggy Style this mm. was the fact of you yeah. know how it made you know how it, had made me made me feel because that was like my favorite rapper to Biggie came along. So he'd probably go with Doggy. Yeah. You know, so I yeah. so we'll talk so we'll 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 post that on the next on the on the social media, you know, after this episode gets posted, man. I just kinda want to switch it up, man, because it kinda went on a on a weird turn. We talk about people giving S T D to people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just disgusting, man. So y'all y'all oh, man. Knowingly, you know, I mean, when you do it yeah. knowingly, like, that's, that's crucial. It is like, whoa, like, wow, you just rolling like that, huh? You just rock, you riding like that, and you, you know, you coming out there with the, you know, secretions and yeah, so damn disgusting. But yeah, man, hit us with Hold that positive, hit us with that positive note, brothers. We can get off here, man, because that's just damn disgusting. Yeah, man. Now, I want to hit y'all with something positive uh, this week. So. Something that I read from from a uh, from this motivational quote. So it says, uh, "Success is the sum of small efforts, repeated day in and day out." Um, and I liked that because um, I feel like there are different things with my with this podcast that me and Mike J are doing. Um, I've got some other business things that that I, that I want to do and looking into, as well as my my actual career and my field of work that you know I'm looking to evolve and transition into. So I'm trying to uh, I, I want you guys to not put too much on yourself at, at one time or expect things to happen overnight. Just know that you know you continuously work at it, you continuously try to grow, um, and that success, whatever that may be, whatever your measure of success is, it will come to you. Just know that it's something that you're going to have to put a little bit in every day. It's not going to just be boom magically happen for you yeah, man, so and that's all i got man wow right out from, from, from both time first but yeah man so we'll holler at y'all next week man we'll try to watch the rest of this passing game and my paces aren't playing too well so i need to go back and cheer them on so we can get this dub and game and game four man so we'll holler at y'all next week enjoy peace What does your morning sound like? Uh, goodbye, baby. She's finally asleep. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I get a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? Mmm. Here's to making your morning routine a little better with a delicious breakfast from McDonald's. Mix and match two of your favorites for just $4. The sausage McMuffin with egg and the sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone. 
on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars, so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions.